Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Luca Peach I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Mr. Lukey Moore. We're just two lads who the NHS feels very comfortable sending letters to and telling us off for the way we live our lives. Yeah, get fucked. Get Listen fucked, or don't. NHS. Listen or don't. Listen to this show or don't. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this show or not. What do you mean? You've done the NHS now, are we? The other day when um, I piped up about Mason Greenwood and the fact that he probably shouldn't be abusing women. Yeah. Um, I just got a guy come, come up in my grill on, on Twitter saying, unfollowed. <laughs> there's a lot me? of wonderfully skeezy mason greenwood uh guys on twitter who are just like they're not even contorting they're just sort of going uh but you know football in it not found guilty <laughs> like, gu- not found guilty of anything not Next. found guilty of anything yeah it's yeah. good in it it's good stuff imagine if i if, imagine if i just went through my life doing things <laughs> it's not illegal is it yeah doing you've things shot that- on, you've, you've smeared shit on the walls not illegal, is it? I've not been <laughs> found guilty in the court of law. Um, Magna You've Carta. You've butter on a child. It's not Magna illegal. Ca- Magna Carta. Magna Carta. Yeah. Just print out a bit of Magna Carta and put it on the shop window. <laughs> um, that's like uh. um, the old uh, the old ex-footballers, that little clique. And they're not really a clique. I don't know if they really know each other properly. I know that Matt Letizia and Ricky Lambert do, but right. they're all... Some of them are a, 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 a wee bit mental. <laughs> They've they've got into some stuff. Um, isn't like um, I I always throw in Shea Given's wife as well. Who's uh, but I think they're separated ju- now. Oh right, differences of opinion. Just say ex-wife. Yeah, all right, ex-wife then fine. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, th- he basically turned out. Um, he thought the world probably wasn't populated by human-sized lizards. Yeah, so was, yeah. He was probably irreconcilable like, differences. Ex- Divorce like, next. I'm not familiar with that. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that situation. I just want to eat me dinner. I'm going to eat um, big roast dinner. Yeah. I forgot about his big roast dinner. <laughs> but there's, like, there's, um, there's an absolutely <laughs> preposterous and bizarre conspiracy theory that's been knocking about recently among the um, the right wing in the US. Right. Who aren't really right wing, they're just, I mean, mental, authoritarian yeah, fascists who yeah. are extremely online, right? So it's actually, I mean, it's actually probably a little bit of a disservice to sensible conservative people. Mm. Um, which who I don't, personally don't have a problem with in principle, um, to be calling these people right wing because they're mad. Oh. But anyway, they've got a um, they've got this theory going on that that Michelle Obama is a trans 
woman. Yes, yeah, yeah. That, you seen that? A, that? That's a that's a long term um, trope for the for the uh, maniacal um, right, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's and they and they obviously just refer to her as Mike Obama, which is horrendously offensive and really a you know, awful thing to do mm. for millions of different reasons. And um, just noticed that um, David Cotterell, we spent ten games on loan at Pompey back in the day. He's involved. <laughs> he's involved. He's retweeting it. Is he good stuff? I yeah, like he's it. he's absolutely loving it. He's um yeah, he's yeah. um Welsh footballer. You've probably heard of him. Played for um played for loads of different clubs, kind of yeah. in the football league. Never really kind of troubled the the upper echelons of the Premier League. But he's an international footballer. Twenty four caps for Wales. Yeah, uh, rampant conspiracy theorist. <laughs> what needs to happen is give that... him golf. Give him a golf club. Like this is it's just their days not being quite as full as their empty days when they were footballers. You know, they go from. They, they don't do like they don't do much footballers, and that's why they get themselves in all kinds of um, pickles. In my opinion, they, they're just they're just thrown into a world where they're needed for about three hours a day, and you can't really do much more than that. And then they're just like, oh, I've just I've I've done a lot of gambling, and now I'm in trouble. You know what I mean? It's like it's just you're in a situation where you don't have, you've got a lot of downtime, and you're quite intense individuals um, with you know probably crip, quite crippling OCD outside, and that helps you in your sphere. But then when you um, retire, you've got even more room. You've got the odd. But you've uh, not been radicalised. <laughs> you are. You've not been radicalised, and you tick all the boxes, don't you? I fill it with editing, though. <laughs> Give him a copy of Adobe Audition. Listen, he needs more stuff to, to edit, edit, but otherwise he's going to go off the rails. <laughs> get him some more audio to edit. I don't Idle care hands. what it is. Idle hands. I am starting to get like RSI in my right wrist. That's not right, is it? It's not the same, is it? No. No. But no. I, what I was going to say was, is it worth... I mean, these people would never agree to it, so I guess it's not possible. Mm. But it'll be interesting to do a proper, scientifically rigorous study on the type of people who are susceptible to this stuff. Yeah, because uh, I'll tell you why, because I understand there's a radicalization element and there's a load of things going on about the Internet that we don't fully understand, I'm sure. But I spend a lot of time on the Internet for my job. I know a lot of people do. I consume content, which is probably, you know, radicalizing to some people. But I just look at it and go, that's fucking nonsense. And I'm not saying I'm more intelligent than anyone else. So what's the difference? Why are people susceptible to it? Because I thought that conspiracy theorists where it was just basically a way for stupid people to think they understand the world, basically for stupid people to feel clever, right? Mm. Oh, what I know, I, I've, I've spent my life being told I'm not very clever. Now, look, I know something you don't. And it doesn't yeah. matter if it's not true or not, if it's true or not, because I'm just fucking jealously guarding it as my fucking truth. Yeah. And maybe it's no more complicated than that. But it does seem kind of odd that um, certain football players are susceptible to it, possibly because maybe because they're not very clever, I don't know. Maybe it's just, they're not really taken the time to be educationally rigorous because they've not needed to, perhaps. Mm. Do you not think that, like... Do you not think that maybe... Um, that you, you, you Like, personality-wise, you actually seek out other people and you're quite personable and you want to talk to people and you want to hang out with people. Whereas a lot of people, you know, I'm I'm probably in the, in that bracket. Um, are quite not not quite as they they're happy to do it online, but face to face, they're actually quite awkward people. Yeah, uh, and that drives you online, and that drives you in. Matt Tissio was a TV that... TV guy and everything, though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's a bit of a yeah. I, I don't really yeah, I don't really know why. I I, people I also are think one of the things that's kind of unique about it as well is that you get certain things that say have been covered up by the government. Or that would or that would be seen as conspiracy theories that turn out to be true, which then further entrenches people mm. that every conspiracy theory is true, right? Oh well, you know this one turned out to be true. 
So mm. how do you know about this one, right? And that, mm. that gives them further kind of fuel to their fire when they don't, and then they, what they don't do is they don't fully understand that there's nothing to link these things. Like yeah. a JFK conspiracy theory is not at all related to, you know, a UFO conspiracy theory. They're just, they're just different things entirely, but people bracket them all together. And, and it seems to me that if you're likely to believe that JFK was killed by a cabal of, you know, New World Order types, you're also, for some reason, much more likely to believe that, for example, man didn't walk on the moon. Right, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I mean, all, I mean, but we all know it all comes down to anti-Semitism in the end, doesn't it? <laughs> always Normally, the, always it always ends up <laughs> being something derogatory about the Jewish community, doesn't it? <laughs> It's a, I mean, I think, I think we, I think it, the more interesting question would be that why is the direction of travel always towards Jewish people? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's absolute. That's the conspiracy for me. It's going. It's not why is it always the Jews? It's why are you always talking about the Jews? You know what I mean? Why so, what, is everyone obsessed with the Jews? Uh, Out of all of them. <laughs> Another thing I, I, I <laughs> when I was thinking about this a while back, I've just pulled it up here now because I completely forgot that I read it. Um, I've still got access to a load of um, academic journals because of the logging I've got from when I was at uni. Yeah. And um, there was a really interesting academic study um, called Conspiracy Theories as Part of History, the Role of Societal Crisis Situations, which basically does a pretty good job of um, explaining... Um, that conspiracy theories have, have basically always been a part of human history in its entirety. Yeah. So this is this is not an internet phenomena. Like, you know, people would make up stories and have legends about different things and, and understand and, and think that they understood certain parts of the world yeah. when actually it was just a fucking load of old shit. Yeah. And the difference being, of course, but it's always happened, and the difference being, of course, that now it's probably less forgivable because we've got access to so much information mm. so for example like we know why the earth goes around the sun right uh well i, uh, I don't i well, personally you, don't but, you, but I mean, you do. <laughs> you've got more of you've got more of a handle of it than i have <laughs> you know and but well, back you in produced, the day no one uh, uh, you produced eureka for a bit <laughs> <laughs> that's true until i handed it over when it was way above my fucking station um, <laughs> And I've also been, uh, and the reason that part of this has been brought to the, to the fore is because I've, I'm obviously, as you know, a, a full-time and original subscriber to the Matt Letizio Weekly Newsletter. That's right, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's it? What's, uh, what's well, it's a bit disappointing because this week he basically by accident rehashed the one from the week before. Right. Just uh, just about football? or did, did No, he... he's, he's adding it was exactly the same. Oh, what? He just sent out the same one twice? Yeah. I'd have to tell Hainsey about this. The rest of me newsletter, he writes so much for it. Just so put, the, put, so the one, put the old one out. Newsletter <laughs> number five mm. was exactly the same, identical as newsletter number uh, four. Oh, that's the so, real conspiracy. Who's yeah, behind there, this? There Who's behind um, this? I know, and I've wondered if there's a conspiracy. But you should also I, take the time to yeah. look at Matt Letizia's personal website, which I've just dropped in the WhatsApp for you, mate. Mm, yeah. Because as a, as, a, as a consumer of the internet in all its forms, you will look at it and go, what year is it? <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it, it's talking to gold busters, which, I mean, yeah, so that's the thing, isn't it? Like, so he's selling CBD gummies. He's selling gold. I mean, it's all very um, uh, Infowars, isn't it? All of the products is very much... He is communist. like a benign British Infowars guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so... 
It's not. It's so smooth. It's just. It's unpalatable because it's so smooth. His opinions are so. Like there's nothing really there. <laughs> like it's so. There's just nothing there. It's good. And, stuff. Then, and then what I like about it is all the little videos he's got on there mm. about like you know my family feared for my mental health during lockdown because of my positions on things. Um, I bring in the truth bombs to talk TV. Mm. Um, I've um, I'm talking about the government's response with Nigel Farage. Um, you know, I'm I'm challenging people's views on climate change, and then just the top ten Matisse best goals. <laughs> just, it's got just like in there. It's it's. I, I like the uh, privacy policy page because you'd assume that he probably takes privacy very seriously, uh, being a man who's against the uh, the communist takeover, the new world order, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. He sort of goes into um cookies and web beacons. I've never seen web beacons. Why is it so beacons. comprehensive on this? Why is it so comprehensive? But it does. Um. It, under the CCPA privacy rights. Um, California consumers have the right to request that a business consumer... And just all this stuff about California. He's just now, copied and pasted it. I think he's copied and pasted that, you know. He's got GDPR in there. He's got California in there. He's got... Jeez, oh. I mean, lordy. It's all very con- it's all very confusing. His, 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 um, his current um, Twitter profile... By the way, do you think our listeners will... All- Tell our American listeners who Matt Sissier is, by the way. Um, is there a, an American... Uh, example is there like a, a, a lazy NFL star who was inexplicably good at really important moments but never did anything, never but, won ne- anything. but never achieved what he could have achieved if he had a bit of a run around <laughs> or, or, or just moved somewhere else yeah but he um, anyway his, his Twitter he's, he's basically a football player who played in the Premier League um, and um, was a bit of a mercurial talent um, and he um, he's now a mad conspiracy theorist in his retirement, and he um, was on TV doing punditry. He's kind mm. of been, he would say he's been cancelled for his views. Um, yeah. You know, maybe that's partly true, but his views are, you know, in, in that defence, his views are mental, and he's also quite a boring pundit anyway. Um, yeah. His Twitter profile, his, his, um, his profile picture is, it's just a sentence. It's just a, a statement. I withdraw my consent to be governed by any corrupt, compromised, belligerent criminal parliament or government. I will not comply. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is kind of odd. And then on his Twitter profile, despite him being very, um, you, know, you know, very kind of keen to keep his privacy intact, just got his date of birth on there. <laughs> stick, stick your mother's maiden name on there, Matt, and we're away. Yeah, yeah. A strange, strange man. I don't know how we got on to talking about him. Oh, just about conspiracy theories in general. I just think the reason I said that is just because um, it's now going to start to ramp up massively because the election's coming. Oh, well, I mean, have you seen the... Uh, I mean, I mean uh, two things you should talk about. Uh, Ron DeSantis' um, uh, uh, plan that was leaked. Did you see it? The Sesame Street fascist. What, about how... He- <laughs> About how he's what what his tactics are going to be? Yeah, well, his tactics, yeah. his whole playbook um, was leaked for some reason. Now, everything, anything he says in the debates, which Trump isn't probably going to do it, do anything he says in debates, people can sort of go, "Yeah, we read that. You, they told you to say that. Your PR team told you to say." Oh, that. I, I wonder why it's been leaked. It possibly might be because everyone hates him. <laughs> he's the worst bloke in the world, and people are just oh, doing it for dear. the money. Possibly, it's, it's funny. By the time this comes out, the first debate would have happened, so we'd have to work. We have to kind of come back to that. Recon it, yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Um, but it but, will. I mean, it will ramp up. Ron, Ron DeSantis. I can't. He's just got to be one of the most hateable men to ever live. <laughs> he's Tell me one there. redeeming feature about him. Um, he, he, he served in the military. Personable at that state fair. Oh, get a grip. 
<laughs> get a grip of yourself. That takes skill. That takes skill to look personable. When you're that insane, when you're that mad, to look okay, I think is a real... Uh, a I can't team. remember if I said this to you already, but you see that thing where um, where um, Trump just said, oh, yeah, I can get all that stuff to exonerate myself in a couple of days. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't he, he spend did... years putting the case together. I'm on it. Yeah, did he? Did that happen? <laughs> no, I think he just got told no, to remove it all. No, no. <laughs> just take it all down. It's just um, absolutely you, outrageous. Have you seen that guy? Um, he's like uh, a he's a singer and he's a man who go. lives off grid in the middle of nowhere. James, he's Blum. got well similar kind of vibes. He's uh, this guy. Oh, uh, the guy from the south in the US. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah similar yeah. facial furniture to your good self. One might yeah. suggest. Um, and a lot more liberal than me. And he's singing songs. Well, he sort of like he sort of pulls you in. You know, pretty pretty nice song. He's called well Oliver Anthony. Together. Oliver Anthony, and he's living off grid, and he's gone mad, <laughs> and he's written a very beautiful song. Uh, but you listen to the lyrics, and he pulls you in with some Bruce Springsteen style. Yeah. The government's fucking me. Inflation's fucking me. Taxes fucking me. All right. You know, I can take that on the chair. I take that, right? Fine. Um, and then he piles in with fat people, you yeah. know, dog whistling about about the, the 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 black underclass, all that weird stuff. Yeah. He's like, oh, whoa. I mean, at the start, I, you know, I could get on board, but you've really fucking... The shat- song is so, called, So like- basically you're saying billionaires are fuckers and... Uh, or base people on benefits are you've you just suddenly just started wailing on down like below the, the, you the, the song's called Rich Men North of Richmond and it's about yes. exactly as you said right but here's the thing which I think is obviously deeply ironic mm. is that he goes through all these things that he's kind of upset about which I totally mm. understand and I'm with you on that I think that is the case I think you know poor people are put upon massively in the US but he does exactly what the billionaire class and the elites want him to do. Just yeah. goes around blaming other poor people eventually. Like <laughs> that's exactly what they want you to do. Yeah, they want you exactly. to say they want you to. They don't want you to look at the <laughs> the terrible rate of tax being paid by corporations in America. They want you to look at the guy across the road who's got a nicer telly and go, well, "How did he get that? Is yeah. he in benefits? Yeah. Or how how are obese people able to become obese when they've got no money?" That's the, <laughs> that's the kind of shit that they want you to do because they always <laughs> want you to find the enemy among yourself, right? Yeah. Um. I, I, the other thing I would add to that is just that um, there was there was a um an op-ed kind of column done by um Billy Bragg about it in the Guardian, right? And um, it was um, it was. And, and, the, and the, the kind of the, the headline was uh, Oliver Anthony's divisive song claiming solidarity with workers only benefits the rich who exploit them, which I agree with, and that's exactly what I've just said as well. Yeah. But then it went on to say the YouTube singer's US number one hit, "Rich Men North of Richmond," rails against billionaires but punches down the poor. Well done, Billy. I also agree with you there. I'm on board. Uh, and then it goes on to say, so I decided to write a song in reply. I'm no, out. No, no, <laughs> no, I don't want Billy, that. No, that's the last we thing we need. Need it. Oh, Leave us out I of it. Be- I bet that's bad. <laughs> I bet that's <laughs> yeah. bad stuff. Billy, you haven't written a good song in like thirty-five years, mate. I don't think this is the, this isn't going to be the solving. This isn't the solution. No, mate. no, yeah. So well. um, what he's also done is just ba- basically the Guardian have put on Oliver Anthony's song on a YouTube video embedded in the in the piece and mm. put Billy Bragg's song next to it, which is worse. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, well, yeah. You're not going to you're, opposite, not gonna you're any... doing the opposite <laughs> argument there. <laughs> I mean, Oliver Anthony, he lives off grid in the forest. How many fat people is he seeing? He's talking about squirrels, Luke. He's yeah, very high res video squirrels. as well. How's he getting that when he's off grid? How's he getting that one? Who's uploaded it for? Yeah. Who uploaded this for Oliver? 
Yeah. <laughs> Oliver lives off grid. He doesn't even know what YouTube is. Who, who's put this up there? It's very well performed for a man yeah, living off grid, Mike. I would say. Great, Mike. Yeah. Hey, yeah I've got no running water, but I have got a Shaw SM57 in the, knocking about in the outhouse. <laughs> anyway, let's have a break, Peter. When we come back, we should do some emails because we haven't done any for ages and there's a few good ones mm. in there. Yeah. It's, it was like a forest-based um, uh, wind of change that they yeah. said was, a, was, a, Not as good as was wind of change. made by the government. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. We're back with the Luke and Pete show. I think we should rattle through some emails because we always say we're going to and then we always forget. That was my idea. So much stuff to talk about. Right, um, I've got one here from Gavin that I want to read to you because you insist, Peter, on this show on talking about lost, lost profits. Hey, I think we're all lost profits in many ways. Don't, why say that? <laughs> why say that? Come on, read the read. Do the you email. mean we're all as in lost profits, as in like we are lost and we prophesy the future? We've all got a message, but some of us... Or do you mean that in some, some ways we are all predatory paedophiles? Is that what you mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's probably something like that. Anyway, Gavin's been in touch. Gavin, I'm sure you'll be delighted with that intro. Um, He says, Gents, I thought I'd message you with a story after the Lost Lost Prophets were mentioned on the show. I live in Pontypridd, South Wales. The town has been going through some badly needed changes and upgrades in the last decade or so. In 2012, the council decided that, as a part of a £15 million civic regeneration project, the town's successes and culture should be highlighted. In the main shopping area, Taft Street, paving stones were laid and inscribed with song lyrics from local boys who hit the big time. Lyrics from the Green Green Grass of Home by Tom Jones were laid, and next to those ten stones were Every Time I Walk the Streets I Know They're Mine from the song Streets to Nowhere by, yep, you guessed it, Lost Profits. A year later, Ian Watkins pled guilty to his crimes, and after many complaints, the stones were ripped up. Cheers, Gavin Cook. If I was a council worker... And I was tasked with ripping up these stones. Same with Jimmy Savile's um, uh, uh, headstone. Would there be some temptation for Rongan to keep part of it? There's the question. So, so, sorry, say that again? Like, would you, as a council worker, a Rongan... Yeah. I would think that those stones probably exist somewhere. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. If you attack, because remember, like, when it was like days after Jimmy Savile uh, died, his big fancy arsehole. Uh, headstone went up and then it was under the cover of darkness uh, removed and um, smashed up yeah Yeah. there will be someone who's got a bit of jimmy savile's uh uh, headstone what on their fucking kitchen kitchen work surface or something it's just a talking piece isn't it it's just a talk it's a a conversation starter you know what that is you know what that is i think i think just putting myself in that position yeah if i went to someone's house i didn't know them that well Mm. Well, they moved into the area. Just pop over and say hello. Yeah. And like, oh, do you want to see my Jimmy Savile headstone? Yeah. yeah I'll yeah, be yeah. probably putting that in the WhatsApp group. But I'm someone who doesn't post on the WhatsApp group very often. <laughs> All I would say about the Ponty Prith thing is there's plenty of great people from Ponty Prith they could replace that with. I mean, Steve Cooper, current Premier League manager in Nottingham Forest, from Ponty Prith. My mum's up the road in Blackwood, sort of where? There Today you go. Yeah. Pete's mum. Chris, Chris Pete's mum, Chris Donaldson. Exactly. Um, so I think, but thank you for letting us know and keeping us yeah, keeping thanks, on um, on Ian Watkins' watch, Gavin. I think you know, it's a service that you know not many people are prepared Ian to uh, prepared watch. to um, to do. Um, Mike has been in touch and says, um, "I follow up to your conversation about people with jobs directly linked to their names, nominative determinism. We call that." Yeah. Uh, he shared a screenshot from the BBC News website with the headline: "School bus gets stuck under Lowbridge again," and the author of the piece, Caroline Lowbridge. Yeah, I get the feeling that that piece was written and then they went, Caroline, can, can we, come on, can we use your name for this one? So I don't think Caroline Lawbridge was, um, had written that piece on the BBC. I reckon they just used their name for a laugh. Speaking of um, conspiracy theorists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, it was, well, I think it was all just a big um, cynical ploy to get us to click on that and it's worked. Well, why don't you have a look in your WhatsApp, mate? Because I've got news for you, baby. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, I, I know Caroline Lawbridge will will be a person. She exists. Yeah, yeah, she exists. She's just on a piece about a crucifix being returned to England, to, from England to France after 107 years. And All she's right. also... Well, she should um, have given it to um, uh, Cross Returner. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Cross Returner. Steve Crucifix, Steve Crucifix replacement. Crucifix. It's just a coincidence, Pete. These coincidences, yeah. they do happen. Yeah, you know? I don't know. well, she's, she's playing happen. up to it because the 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 Lawbridge, um, uh, there's a lorry wedge underneath a, a Lawbridge um, in her in her Twitter profile. So she's leaning go. into it. She's leaning into it. Good uh, and and good this final email I'm going to do now is because I'm going to do this one as well because it's very dear to my heart. It's from James Jennings. He says, "Just listening to a recent episode reminded me of a fond memory from our last house. We had the exact same situation: reparking spaces, but we had multiple neighbours using bins." to keep, quote-unquote, their parking space. Had a couple of arguments over it when we had our newborn and there were no spaces other than the ones taken by bins, so I removed one. Someone Mm. then took it upon themselves to remove the bins of the offenders, went on the way home from a night shift and put them in the next street over. Offenders must have had fun wandering around looking for their bins to retrieve them. This went on for six months, with the bins being put further away each time (laughs) until we moved into our new home. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Regard, James. I think it might have been you, James. Yeah, I think so. It sounds like he's uh, very... He, he's the man on the ground, isn't he? That he knows exactly work, what's going on. That wouldn't work for us because um, Lambeth, in all their infinite wisdom, and I actually think Lambeth are all right, but mm. as a council, as it goes, um, but they have shared bins. There's no... Um, people put their numbers on the bins, but no one really no one really adheres to it. Oh, so really? So you couldn't just remove someone's bin. You'd just have to right. just be removing it from the community at large, and I think that would be fairly poor form. Yeah, 
Um, did, um, speaking of, um, uh, I guess, um, what would you what do you call it? facility, so to speak? And the one that you talk about quite a lot is obviously um, Thames Water. Oh my um, god! Don't get me started. You know, there's, there's not a single time you don't walk down your road that there's not a big gusher, a crazy, big geezer squirting out of your uh, squirting out of your um, floor. Um, would you take? Would you take? Um, uh, 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 would you take to replace that water? Would you like to enjoy the radioactive water from the tsunami hit? Yeah, uh, I heard Fushima about this. nuclear plant. Um, they're Talk to me about, about this. to start. They're about to start to throw the water into the sea. <laughs> it's been treated though, right? It has been treated. I don't know. I'm fairly certain I read a story that they found some fish off the coast of Japan, and they had very high um, heavy metals in them, like very Shit. high. For, what for else them. can they do with that stuff? I'm not defending them, I'm just asking, what no, are the other options? I, well, it, it says 1.34 million tonnes of water. That makes me sort of think that, like, well, surely that water could just, you could just keep it in Japan, couldn't you? That seem, that doesn't seem like a lot, bearing in mind, don't we lose that, like, almost, like, weekly in, in London? <laughs> oh, we use that every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We lose, so we lose, be, we lose um, 600 million litres a day in the UK. Yeah. So, so we're going to, so we're going to, to Japan are going to start releasing the water over 30 years after being filtered and uh, diluted. I mean, it, with anything like this, I mean, it's obviously a very emotive subject. It doesn't sound nice, but it's presumably okay, isn't it? With that amount of body of water put in the water in the sea, they've probably thought about it. <laughs> Haven't they? That, oh, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. The same Have people thought, thought about, about it? it. The same people thought about putting a nuclear plant on a fault line. Have you thought about it? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I am, I am dead. As I said before, I am dead into nuclear power, and I think it's a, it'd be a, 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 the only solution when it comes to bridging the gap between renewables and you know electricity and, and stuff, and you know um, uh, all, all the wind power and stuff. It needs to happen. It needs to happen soon with that energy crisis and all that. Um, but. I don't think Japan should have them. I don't think California should have them. I don't think anyone who has a load of fucking earthquakes should have them. Personally. Yeah, it was like um, it was the most powerful earthquake in Japanese history, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was a big to- deal. It was. Oh yeah, it killed. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was. It was incredibly destructive. Obviously, it was. You know, the old uh, that part of uh, that part of, sort of Sendai way. Um, um, I, but I would. Say, I, I mean, Tokyo's due a big one. Um, so fingers crossed for the trip. <laughs> Jesus, Tokyo's, Tokyo's due like a, a proper like century, uh, you know. They've been waiting like centuries for this big boy to, to, to happen, and uh, yeah, that, that that that's going to be an absolute fucker. That one. Well, you know that the Yellowstone supervolcano is like thousands of years past due as well. Oh, all right. Well, fine. I won't worry about it. Yeah, apparently, like <laughs> it's it's um it's it's basically gone like clockwork, like seismically massive. Um, eruptions. Yeah, two point one million years ago, one point three million years ago, six hundred fifty thousand million, uh, six hundred fifty thousand years ago. Right. So it's basically just due, <laughs> uh, and it's like it's like a proper like life ender. Bad lad. Yeah. Right. It's, okay. There's no mucking about. Um. So you like, oh you might I'll get your Japanese tripping as soon as possible. Did, because... didn't, some, didn't some idiot online sort of go? Why do we? Why do we just put cement down there? <laughs> why do we just put cement down the volcano? It's, yeah, I'm not sure that I uh, thought about that. That'll work, but not but they, I that. mean they do say the uh, the geological survey, the, U, the United States geological survey, do say that like it's not technically overdue to an up for an eruption because volcanoes don't work on those predictable kind no. of schedules, like a bus. Um, so the math, the mathematics you have to do to work out if something is quote unquote overdue is um is kind of not really that um not that sort of 
detailed. And even yeah. and they also claim that even if it was like that, it would still be like another ten thousand years or something. So we'd be right. Gone by okay. Then. But anyway, look, we live in hope. We live in hope for Death Sweet release, don't we? <laughs> I just want to be that man uh, who was um, was a Vesuvius where that man was wanking. Um, <laughs> it's Pompeii, isn't it? Sorry, Pompeii. Pompeii yeah. <laughs> you got killed instantly by a load of molten ash in the middle of having a shuffle. Yeah. That's his legacy, that. Yeah. yeah. That's his legacy. That's what for. It's the best we can hope for. So you know, like... Then, um, we're, we're not going to grind like, me um, into a powder and keep all of me like uh, Watkins's bricks. You know, like, Watkins' to, uh, bricks. You know, <laughs> good band. You know, that, you know, you know that Tory. Like you talk about Tory MPs who get caught like having an asphyxia wank and die with like an orange in their mouth or whatever. And yeah, they say, yeah, you know, yeah. Make sure someone like sorts my body out before my family find it. Right. Mm. That guy's been preserved for like thousand years. In yeah. That position. I, this is the last thing you want to just move the hand slightly. Just, <laughs> when you <laughs> see the lava coming floating through the window, yeah. Just, just get your hands up. Hands up, mate. No one's um, going to see you. The penis will snap off. The most, <laughs> the most egotistical way to die would be an extinction-level event because then everyone dies at the same time. Yeah. So that's how you want to go. That makes you a rampant egotist, in my view. <laughs> yeah, you want to take everyone down with you. Yeah. Oh, anyway, let's lovely. go, Pete. Take us out of here. All right. I had to go um, and get some lunch, and we're late. I'm late for lunch because you were sorry, late for the Sorry, my fault. Um, right, farewell, all, everyone. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday for more. Look under Pete Shaw. Uh, kids, stay safe. Um, safe driving. Um, safe um, potholing, if you're going potholing. Um, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.